You're listening to curated podcasts from the Beyond Infinity radio show, presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. So, John, the App Store and Google Play, these are a huge places that that people can download apps often free some paid for their smart devices for their ipads for their smartphones mm-hmm. looks like china is forming a bit of an alliance between um, some big phone makers and uh, big internet companies xiaomi huawei oppo and vivo are joining forces apparently to create a platform to, for developers outside china to upload apps and to, uh, to compete with those other big app stores like, like the App Store from Apple and uh, Google's Play Store. Yeah, I think this has been in development for some time, but was probably hastened a little bit when the trade wars started, which was, uh, I think, back in what, 2018 or thereabouts. Yeah, yeah. And also now, with... Now, not, not that this is indicated as a direct link, but the Huawei ban in America mm. uh, has basically meant that Google Play's store systems, uh, you know... Have to, have to remove things removed. Linked, to, yeah. linked to Huawei, yeah. So if you had a, if you have a particular Huawei phone, uh, you will not be able to get the off-the-shelf Google Play services, which is one of the main reasons you may buy an Android device so that you can access your Gmail or, or, or other, you know, Google Maps. But there's also, you know, regional-specific apps as well that might be displayed in the Chinese language mm-hmm. and therefore they may not be uploaded directly onto Google Play Store. They might be sort of side-loaded in because whilst you have the Google Play Store, there's also other platforms available via websites where you can download other apps and what's known as sideload, load them into your device. Which is because Android is a much more unregulated operating system than iOS. Yeah, iOS you are forced to get it from one place. I can't down I can't put any app into my iPhone that isn't from the yeah. App Store. Yeah, now, whereas whereas with uh, Android you don't have that restriction. Yeah, now with Google Play they do uh, provide a lot of vetting much like um, yeah. iOS does. And I know they've ramped yeah. that up because they've had some problems. They and did, had, yeah. Had, and if there are there are things that get through the cracks mm-hmm. and there are malicious programs which are identified and removed. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't the, the actual owner of the device doesn't really get no unless they rely on that app or use an app they mm. go oh, hang on it's missing now because that'll be taken down right uh, but there are opportunities where for whatever reason it happens to be an app may be rejected from the play store mm. and sometimes that might be for example a gambling app which might not fit with the, the terms and conditions mm-hmm. but that potentially can be side loaded in mm-hmm. to an android device but mm. not into an ios device mm. with all of this it's also looking at trying to remove maybe some of the reliance on an American company, that being Google mm. or Alphabet, and creating their own system, which I would also suggest that there's some control, uh, particularly by the Chinese, that they would have an influence over this. So there is the Global Developer Service Alliance, the GDSA, and obviously they're you know working out the kinks at the moment, but this would be allowing for developers for games and music, movies and other apps to market their own apps that are made within their own countries into their own marketplace mm-hmm. and so upload into their systems. It's not clear how this will work. Uh, there's obviously a lot of questions uh, around it. Is there going to be a security measure as strict as what we expect from, from the Google Play Store or iOS? Mm. Or is it going to be a bit more relaxed and therefore anything can get into the device? We don't know if it's going to be a mirror of the, the Play Store and so it's the same apps just available from a different platform. 
it's an interesting way to go because what it's doing is it's it's pulling away from the sort of established channels that we have. It's fragmenting the system, which potentially is a bad thing because all these, um, all that Huawei and Oppo and Vivo and all these other developers, uh, or hardware manufacturers need to do is take the source code, the Android operating code, mm. and then they have they, all they need to do is you know modify it to their own themes and they put their own spin on it, uploading that to to their own devices, which is what sort of Samsung does at the moment. They upload their own version of Android onto their devices. Yep. Uh, and then they can take that reliance away from Google and then put it into their own versions. And Google could stand to lose a lot. And Google, whose services are actually banned in China, earned about 8.8 billion US dollars globally from its Play Store in 2019. So they would have a lot to lose. And the way that that works... They sell content, they sell movies, they sell books and apps on the Play Store and collect a 30% commission, which I think is the same percentage in commission that that, uh, Apple charges app developers on its own app store. And even if it's a free app that you're using through the Google Play Store, you probably see either ads in there, little um, sort of banner ads at the bottom or the top of the screen, or maybe there's a whole screen takes over for 10 seconds. Yeah, with an unpaid version, yeah. Yeah, and so the person that's advertising... Uh, pays for that mm. and then the app developer might earn a small commission from mm. because they're incorporating that into the app mm. but then Google takes a percentage of that as well mm. so, so they're they making get, their they money get from the multiple free. drinks or if you buy a loot box or an add-on or a package that is funneled through the Google Play Store uh, and therefore a commission you know around about 30% goes to Google Play mm. or even if you're buying an app that has a value then there's a portion of that 30% approximately that goes to Google Play so yep. there are multiple channels which Google makes money and then this alliance outside so the GDSA alliance outside of America is then looking to get their piece of the pie and probably also influence what can or can't be used in a particular place well that's what I was going to say is that you know the Chinese if they've banned Google they are notoriously and even Russia has talked about setting up its own sort of secure internet Mm. uh, more for in the event of cyber warfare or if they suddenly were disconnected from the internet elsewhere that they'd have a backup of their own to Mm. kind of take over in that event or that they could switch it off when they want to but still operate independently yeah but in the case of china they're very very into preventing any kind of interference from overseas they don't want their citizens necessarily having uh, all news available to them from they don't want political opinion from elsewhere or dissidents or minorities that they may be having uh, difficulties with within china yeah or tracking people through these apps as well to yep. locate them yep. and silence them. Yep. Yeah. So I would imagine with this sort of thing, if they're inviting, they want to control, it's sort of partly it's about taking a slice out of that big valued market of, of app stores around the world, but also controlling, creating sort of centralized portals, which overseas developers, when they want to enter the Chinese market, and they want to, it's a lucrative market, it's a big market, yeah, yes. growing market. They do it through these these gateways, which are controlled. Well, for example, if you want to use WhatsApp or any of these communication apps, mm. you may expect because you're on the Google Play Store that it has end-to-end encryption, which no one can hack into or crack into. But if with this particular store, this new store that they're talking about, it might be that, yes, you can list your app on here, but we need to have the backdoor keys, the unlock codes. And so the user may expect encryption, but then there's always the eye over the shoulder looking at that and going, well, if we want to read those messages, we can. And if we don't agree with that, we can shut down your service. That's obviously a worst case, uh, or at least probably worse than that, but that's one of the the negative side effects Mm. um, of this. Mm. But it is certainly you know, one of the reasons I'm sure that they're looking at this, more control over the types of apps and then the access to those apps and who's involved in that, mm. for sure. Yep.
Now, Google has not really responded to any questions about this and how they would attack this. I think a lot of this would come down to the, the ongoing trade wars that's happening with Huawei in the US. If there was some assurity that there would be no further restrictions on this, they would probably stay as the norm. But I also see that with China wanting more control over the, the content and the, the use of smart devices, this is this is probably heading more towards that way of creating a separate app store mm. which can be controlled by these these other companies. Yeah, yep. so yep. both financial and political and, and sort of social reasons for setting up their own app store to compete with Google and Apple. Thanks for listening. We'd love you to review us on iTunes. It's a great way to let others know if you've liked our podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media, Beyond Infinity RPPFM on Facebook or Infinity RPP on Twitter.